Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, so on day two of our preparations here with, with Tennessee, and we'll be in full pads today outside, and uh, look forward to having a good practice. Today your normal Wednesday, basically, is that how? Yeah, today's normal Wednesday, yep. So, um, you know, first and second down day for the most part, uh, and then get on to the, then the next phase tomorrow. What, why are you outside the grass pretty well? Do you see a lot of teams come inside when it's wet? Well, the, the reason we haven't been outside, um, if we were playing in, you know, 85 and sunny, but there's a 60% chance of, of rain. So to work the ball handling our foot in and, um, you know, we'll see what we do tomorrow. But I thought for at least one day, get out there, let the quarterbacks handle the wet ball, let the receivers and the skill guys, the returners, DBs keep their feet. Um, that's the only reason why. Should we expect to see Kayvon or Z's? And if so, what do we, what should we expect to see from them? Uh, yeah, they, they'll, they'll probably be out there. Um, We'll see. We'll just keep rehabbing them, but they'll, they'll be out there, I think, today. Working on, you say rehabbing on the side with the trainer then? Uh, no, they'll probably do a few things individually with uh, coaches. I'm sorry. Yep, that's okay. Any better sense of their availability for Sunday? Nope. Looking toward the game, Brian. Uh, how unique is Derrick Henry? Very. Uh, he's, I mean, it's well documented his, what he's done so far. He's, He's just a really good football player. I know him as a person, too. Uh, haven't met him down a few times at Alabama. Got a ton of respect for him. And as a man and, and, and certainly as a player, he's, uh, he's one heck of a player. You, know, you name it, he can do it. Is there a way for you with the amount of work your offensive line has had together was kind of mismatch all preseason? Are you comfortable going in? And, is, and you know, you really haven't named left guard, but it, it, is, to you, is that still a, a, a work in progress and B, a competition? No, I'm comfortable with the, with the players. They've, they've been working hard. Everybody that we would put out there, I'm comfortable with. Uh, that's why they're on the team. Um, I'd say that you're never comfortable going into a game ever. You're always trying to cross your T's and dot your I's, and uh, they have a very good defensive front, and we're going to have to play really well. With a guy like Henry, is there a way to slow him down? I mean, yeah, if he's not at the game. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we're going to have to have all hands on deck and uh, do the best job we can of running to the football and gang tackling. Um, and you even see him on plays. You might have three or four guys on him, and somehow he, he squirts through. Uh, he's just a unique player. He's, you know, he's just he's very very good. I realize you're just focusing on the uh, opponent that you're facing Sunday, but in some ways this week is a 25-year in-the-making process for you. What are your emotions as you're 
going to be a head coach for the first time. And yeah, I'm just trying to I'm trying to do the best I can to help the players out in terms of their preparation, practice schedule, really uh, not focus on on that. Um, I'd be lying to say if you, I'm not honored again to, to be standing up here, but my focus is on the game and, and the players. Um, there'll be a time and place for that. You know, I just I want to do everything I can to get ready for this game. Is there a routine you usually do on game day? Will you pivot away? If any way from that, because this is your first opportunity and getting a chance to coach. No, I think those three preseason games. I know it's at you know different time, four thirty, four twenty-five. But uh, no, it's it's been pretty consistent. Uh, maybe a little bit different than when I was a coordinator, but consistent on these last three preseason games. Well, when you're calling plays, there's. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, it's just a different mindset when you're, when you're calling the play and you, you have your call sheet and you're going through – tons of different play calls. I'm going through tons of different situations and timeouts and challenges and when to go for it on fourth down and, and just reviewing the stuff that, that I have to do a good job of before the game. And, um, you know, the difference when you're calling plays is there's a thousand things going through your head uh, the night before and usually during during the game. Um, so it's just it's different things. How much are you still going to be involved in that? How much you're still going to be involved in in the play calling? What's what do you anticipate your? Yeah, you know? well, my job is to know all the the offense, the defense, and the kicking game, and and go through it with the coaches before the game starts. Obviously, there's adjustments that need to be made and decisions that have to happen quick when you're a play caller. But you know, I certainly have input on on all three of those areas. Um, but you try to do that work, Jordan, before the game the best you can, so that the play callers have. Not a lot of people in their ear. They can get it out quick to the quarterback or to X, and you know those guys can have as much time as they can to process the call. I know you're curious in how much suggestion you were going to you plan to give in that regard because no, we you, do. You've been a play caller. You said you don't want to hear too many people in your ear. So where's the line for you to? Okay, I'll give suggestions to to Mike, but I also I don't want to be too yeah. So we overbearing again. We try to map it out the best we can prior to the game, and then in between series, you know, I'll talk with all three of the coordinators about things that come up but during the series when you're calling a play you don't have much time to think Uh, and the more you hear I'd say as a play caller the harder it is so you know again we've practiced it throughout preseason games Um, 
I think Mike needs a clear head. Wink needs a clear head. You know, T-Mac in, in a different regard. Um, so I try to, again, give my suggestions in between series or, you know, when you're planning for a game. And everything changes. I think there's good dialogue, you know. Is it hard not to interrupt at times? Yeah, certainly it is. Um, I have so much on my plate right now. I'm just focused on, on, you know, I love calling plays. Yeah, but I think Mike's done a good job. I got a lot of faith in him, like we talked about yesterday. And I think he's got good rapport with Daniel. You know, that's the voice that Daniel's been hearing the last preseason games and every practice. And I've been pleased with, with Mike and, and really the entire offensive coaching staff. Brian, what, uh, what kind of camp did Adoree Jackson have? And can you see him embracing the number one cornerback role that he's never really had to have in his career. Yeah, he's been out there. He's been dependable. He's been, he's made a lot of plays on the ball. Um, he knows our defense. He's a good communicator. And he was another guy that, you know, corners, you know, you're kind of out there on an island a lot of times. And I think his teammates really respect him and he's done a good job. In your experience, when a guy is facing a team that gave up on him, cut him, like the Titans did with the Dory? Are there extra emotions for that player? I don't know. I think you'd have to ask him. I think it's probably different for everybody. It's it's kind of the norm in this league uh, for coaches and for a lot of different players that you know people on the other side or you've been there before. And, you know, I don't think you, you know, I certainly don't think about it when I'm going against other teams that I've coached for. Uh, but that's probably a good question for a Dory. Brian, do, do you see a difference in your plays this week? I mean, it's you're playing for keeps now. Do they have like game face on and edge to them and anxiousness? To... No, I, they've been pretty consistent. I mean, we've tried to put as much stress on them as we can uh, this spring and then obviously in the summer with a wide variety of things. And, you know, we preach consistency and dependability. And I think those guys have done this. I'm sure, you know, for Again, I don't want to speak for all the guys. I'm sure there's a, a heightened sense a little bit because it is a regular season. But you know, you try to preach that and teach that before it gets to this point, so it feels like normal. Um, but certainly, the opening day is a, a very exciting day for for all of us. Brian, what do you think? What do you think? Sorry. What, what do you think having a um, a game plan, a smaller menu, will do for Daniel? Uh, you know, on, on on Sunday, as opposed to what we've seen from him playing either vanilla in the preseason or, or you know, in practices with the whole playbook. Well, I'm not going to make it. I'm Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm not going to make a prediction, but I just say you have more time to, to really study the things that you're going to do in a game. You're focusing on, you know, certain players. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot more detailed in terms of what you're trying to get accomplished, but uh, Daniel's since I've been around him, I think he's got the right approach really every week. Um, certainly weren't game planning in the preseason, but the way he approached things, um, I've been impressed with. Did you, um, were you surprised at all at, at his input? Not the level of input, but was there any, and I don't expect you to give us the, the place specifically, but were there things that he said he liked or didn't like that you made you scratch your head? For, for this week for or this just week, in general? Yeah, I think there's constant communication on that. Um, 
you know, he comes up when people leave and he goes through things with Mike and Shea or he'll, he'll tell me something. And again, you want to have the quarterback feel as comfortable as he can. And you also want to tell him some of the reasons why you're doing things you want to try to do uh, against the opponent you're going against. But uh, he's had really good dialogue with us. Um, I think he's in a good spot. What was it like about him today that maybe you didn't know when you took the job? Daniel? Yeah. Just I've heard he was a hard worker. I get to see it. He, he is extremely hard. He's here all the time, but he's, you know, he's more on the quiet side, but he is ultra, ultra competitive. Um, and he does a really good job in the huddle with his teammates when you just step out and listen to him. Um, I think he's a good leader. Can you talk to him about, uh, you know, the balance between, you know, trying to get extra yards, putting your head down, or, you know, risking himself? Because, I mean, in the past, he's not shy to just put his head into a linebacker and try and run him over, which in this league is a difficult way to live. Um, yeah, I think you always try to be smart, um, particularly with that position. I'm not going to take his competitiveness away from him. I think that's what what makes people good too. Um, but you got to make executive decisions sometimes. And, you know, obviously we'd like to get, have him get down rather than take a big shot. But, um, you know, that's the nature of, of playing quarterback, the making good decisions, uh, whether it's with the ball and you're running or when you're throwing the ball. Brian, what the starters at left guard and Blake's old spot will be? And you, you don't want to say that yet, or are you still trying to determine who those starters will be? I have an idea, but yeah, we're 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 going to go out here and practice and, and let a few guys here compete at it, and then, you know, by game time, we'll, we should be ready to go. What was, what was it like coaching Mike Vrabel? Uh, yeah, I was on the defensive side. I was a, you know, defensive assistant QC. You know, it's not surprising where he is, how smart he was as a player. He was extremely smart, extremely dependable, extremely tough. Uh, he he kind of was one step ahead of everybody, you know, kind of knew he knew what the offense was doing quite a bit. Um, a great, a great leader. Uh, you know, he played on offense here and caught a bunch of touchdowns at tight end. I can't, I mean, I'm not surprised what he's done, you know. He's had four winning seasons. He was a great teammate. He was a fun guy to coach. He was elite. I mean, I can't say enough good things about him. He was, he was impressive. Um, 25 years ago or whatever it was, I mean, it goes by in a split second. And obviously he's done a great job here, you know, last three years playoffs, AFC number one seed last year, none of it's surprising. In, like any, way, do you more. in any way, do you consider this a barometer to, to see where your team is at going up against the number one seed and testing your skills off the bat? No, it, every year is a new year. We're just going to try to do the best job we can of, of preparing. Um, we understand the difficult challenges that this team presents, both schematically and in particular with the players, uh, and go out there and, and do our best job we can do on Sunday. Brian, you talk about focus. Do you leave the family home when you say, come along and see my first game? Um, I, I don't really give too many instructions at home. I kind of take them. <laughs> so, um, yeah, my, 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 wife, my wife will be there, yeah, with the kids.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainer, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.